You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Which one of you landlubbers took my cage? <laughs> Where's my cage? That's not my parrot. That's a kid in a parrot costume. You know, like this song goes on for two hours. <laughs> I'm just deadpanning. It's like, okay, You're like, I guess it's true. You never stop making fart with your mouth noises. No, you have to. I'm one of those one who sits in class, and when these kids aren't looking, I'll just go. <laughs> I, it never gets old. Hey, guys. Guess what? It's Hey Pal, What's New? It's Friday night. It is. Oh, I'm going to kill you. Keep that mic steady. <laughs> All I keep hearing is that. Of the arm I'm not touching it It's your cord, that's what it is Every time the cable moves It's it's so weird Anyway Yeah, so anyway, it's Hey Pal, What's New? I'm Greg, that's John Alex over there And we're here to entertain your asses uh, my, It's Friday. It's my OCDS over yeah. here <laughs> I'm not touching I think, it, I think oh, it's maybe headphone it's headphone cord banging It on could the be the headphone the cord Let's try to stretch that out Oh, that's what he said Mm-hmm I've never. Oh my God! I got somebody with that today because we were talking about. Oh my God! I forget what we were talking about, and I was like, "Oh, we're talking about how cold it was." And I was like, "I was like," uh, and the one person there goes, "Yeah, I I require at least a a good six inches," and she was referring to penis size. Wow, size queen! (laughs) And and she's like, "I I need at least six inches," and I'm not talking guy six inches. I'm talking girl six inches. I was like, oh, is that the measure from the bottom, not from the top? You know, the useful six inches? And she's like, absolutely. And then I said, well, you know, I'll never touch the bottom of a Pringles can, but I'll script the shit out of the sides. That's right. That's <laughs> and she right. Was, the, the two people there were hysterical. And it's nice to know you still have people at work you can make those jokes with that oh, yeah. aren't going to get offended. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so funny. I uh, we were, I was talking with Manal actually last week. She had to do the, um, you know, every every job you have to watch the sexual harassment training and, yeah, and she was like ahead, oh, I, gotta s- I know wait hold on let me get a little closer to Mike tomorrow um no she was she's like I gotta watch these videos I was like oh can I watch them they're freaking hilarious oh, I know. that one guy that's just like you know it's common sense guys don't grab a tin at work you know like just that's I said, I when we have it for my job, it's right up there with "Don't take your pecker out at work." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't let your dick run your life. Only cost you a quarter. That's right. <laughs> you know, funny enough. Oh man, this is so freaking ADD day. I watched DC Cab recently. It was nice. on. It was on one of the movie channels, and I was like, "God damn, this is a horrible bad movie." <laughs> I, I quote those things all. I quote movies all the time in class, and my students just like, "We don't know what you're talking about." No. And then I have to tell them, and they're like, "Okay." 
Yeah. But I wouldn't quote something like that. Don't let your dick run your life. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Fantakis told me not to let my dick run my life. It's <laughs> freaking words to live by, you know? It is. Dude, I caught a kid today in class speaking of what's new. Ooh. I'm walking around my room, and I'm like, I look, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And I go, what is that? And he's like, it's a pen tester. A you, pen tester? He's like, you know what that is? All obnoxious, I'm like, yeah, I know what that is. And I just want to be like, yeah, I know what that is, you fucking cock knocker. <laughs> but he, shout out to Kevin Smith. Um, <laughs> copyright Kevin Smith cock knockers. Um, and, and he's like, I'm like, yeah, I know what it is. I was like, what are you doing? He goes, uh, uh, uh. And he just does this mumble mumble because he's got it plugged into his Chromebook. And what a pen tester is, it's a penetration tester. Ooh. No, not that kind. Dang. <laughs> AKA butt plug. It- <laughs> Yikes. Um, Yikes. So, hey, pal, what's new? Go check out our animation. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's uh, it's a penetration tester is a device that that basically scans your network or scans a device for vulnerabilities that it can exploit. Oh, okay. So I'm like, Jesus. I was like, do you just want to get yourself in trouble? Yeah. He's like, what? what? What do you mean? I was like, never mind. And then the bell rings. So I go upstairs. I talk to our tech person. I was like, listen. And they're like, oh, you have to report. So I was like, I'm going to. I'm just giving you a heads up. Yeah. So then I go down to the administration and I tell them. They're like, oh, you're going to do a, a, a referral? And I was like, yes, I'm going to do a referral. I'm giving you a heads up ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. So end of the day, I go to the administrator's office and I'm like uh, did you get my email because I sent them the link to what the device is mm-hmm. it's called a uh, flipper zero okay and for those of you who want to look it up and uh, they're like yeah we got it and I was like my email and they go no we got the device we br- brought the kid in the tech people came they asked him to give it over he gave it over they took it and they're going to search it and look at the card that was in it to see what information he's gotten or what he's got on there mm. So then, like, I get home from work and I get a phone. My phone rings. I'm like, "Hello." And they're like, "Hi, it's so and so from the Vernon Tech Department." And I was like, "Oh, hey, what's up, guys?" And they're like, "Yeah, uh, we just want to let you know we had a, a data breach and your information was some of the information." And I'm like, "The kid was scanning the network and trying to grab my logins as I'm on the network." I'm like, "This freaking..." <sighs> yeah, they're all smart until you confront them. Then they're like, <clears throat> "Oh, and this is not the first time these things have happened." Wow. You know, and I, I sent it out to the uh, computer science group, teachers group that I'm in. I'm like, I'm sure most of you know this, but I actually did catch a kid today using this, mm. which prompted a lockdown of every single teacher account and forced every teacher to have to go in and change their password now. Because once you're scanning that network, you can grab everything that's going across it. Yeah, I have to constantly change my password at work. It's just, you know, mostly because things. I forget them. Yeah. At my age, it's like, what was my password again? I thought it was Bosco. Oh, I know. I changed. I, if somebody knows, like, one of my passwords. They know all. They, they pretty much, you could sync the world. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? it's like it's, you have to come up with new ones every one. I mean, like, my work one, and you can't use the same one twice. And I've been there, what, 11 years? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm starting to run out of stuff, you know. but uh, I can't reuse the last two. I think that's what they limit us to, which is an okay policy. But they make us change mm. it every three months. Mm. I'm like, that's a little excessive. Yeah. Well, there was one time actually at work where my my system got hacked, you know, and they started sending out all these emails. And they, you know, the COO called me in and he was like, all right, well, what's your password? And I told him, he goes, seriously? <laughs> Could you be a little bit more freaking inventive? I'm like, no. No, not if I have to change it every fucking time. You know, but I need hey, something I'm gonna remember. 
It's Tech Talk here. And hey, pal, what's new? But yeah, man, uh, my week has been uh, not much going on. I mean, I did get back. I finally picked up a guitar after oh. like two or three months. Wow. I li- you know, Was it, it like riding a bike? Did it all just come right back to you? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I had my first rehearsal with the cover band uh, last night, and I haven't. It's been one of those crazy couple of months where I was just like, and you you see my apartment. There's guitars all over the place. Yeah. I just keep looking at them, going. I've thought about robbing you. Someday, someday I'll pick that guitar up and play something. Um, but yeah, it was yesterday. I finally got back in the uh, in the jam room and uh, did some songs. It's like riding the bike, my friend. Just all comes back, you know. And uh, Critically Shamed is getting ready for our big showcase, so I got to start doing that. Oh, and, you know, uh, poor Gregory. Oh. Gregory, Gregory, you doing the rock thing? Oh, are you getting paid for this show? <laughs> Mom, I haven't gotten paid in freaking 30 years. Fuck, you'll pay me. Anyway, but... Uh, Anywho. Yeah, other than that, it's just been cold and windy. Uh-huh. It's as cold as, like we were telling you, it's as cold as a witch's tit. Now, is a witch's... Has anybody ever felt a witch's boob? Is it cold? It is. It must be. I mean, I've touched some goth boobs in my day. They weren't cold. They weren't exactly witches. Have you ever dated a witch or a Wiccan? I can't. I can either confirm or deny. <laughs> I've dated some fucking weirdos. Um, yeah. Mm. But other than that, I mean, that and my freaking Wi-Fi blew up today because freaking. Oh, Verizon. Because because Mayapack sucks. Yeah. Well, at least we don't, you know. <clears throat> Knock on wood, I haven't lost any. I mean, I lost power. I was literally sitting in my house because I work from home today, and I'm like, everything's working great, and all of a sudden, lights went out for a second, and just heard, I was like, that can't be good. (laughs) Tree tree branch fell and hit a transformer. Yeah. You know, they're more than meets the eye. Um, (laughs) John Cena. Um, What would John Cena say about this? You're late, you fucking dickheads. He's we, not wrong. He's not. No, we were <laughs> late today. So thank you all for hanging out with us and uh, getting involved with our little Friday night uh, toodly-doo. Um, so, yeah, uh, we went through the what's new. And uh, can we uh, – do we have any uh, – I know we got to talk. We got to talk about this whole DC attack. And uh, that that would probably be big ones. But, yeah, you got any other that, that – yeah, that – that's what I was thinking. I was waiting for you to find the words. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. You're gonna die. Uh, John, you got any news? Okay, so as as I put in the show notes and I put in the YouTube notes, so this is kind of hashtagged out there. There is a lot of news about shows being renewed and shows being kept. And I'm going to save one of them for the last because I think that leads into what you were talking about. Okay. So Stranger Thing writers have come out and said that the rumored Eleven spinoff show not true. Okay, so good. Like, shut the fuck up about that. Yeah. Why um, would you do a spinoff? She's pretty much the focal point of the whole series. I anyway. know. And what are you going to do? I mean, you're not going to get Millie Bobby Brown to do that show. I mean, it, it would take a lot of money, and I don't think they got that at this point. Nah. She's doing too many other amazing shit that I can't, like... I just want Will Byer, a love story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which we'll get to that TV later. Take my money, please. I can't wait to talk about um, that. The Batman... Hey, Mila. Hey, it's hey, Mila, everybody. Um, are your headphones connected to the TV upstairs? They might be. Why? Because Xander and Connor are playing their game. No, they're not. They're not even on. They're just plugged into this. Really? How's it going? Good. Yeah, Good. We're, we're live. You're you're on right there behind Greg. If you oh, want yeah, to, so cool. If you want to stick your head yeah, in. Yeah, stick it everybody. It's, it's the moo. 
It's the Mushu wearing the Batman shirt. Nice. That's right. You know, we're getting to that because we were just about to talk about the news that the uh, Batman spinoff show, the Penguin show, they've announced that there's going to be eight episodes to that show. So we Is at least HBO? have that. Yes, HBO Max. It's um, not TV. It's HBO. That's right. <laughs> well, and we were also going to talk about a lot of shows that have already been given a second season. Like I told Mila before, the 90s show. Oh. 16 episodes in the new season. They've already set that up. Okay. Um, Night Court gets a season two. Very cool. I didn't. I started watching this. I didn't finish Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey. Yeah, it's a Marvel thing about a, a monkey assassin. I think I heard about that. It's, yeah, it's it's up there with Invincible with how like inappropriate it is. <laughs> right up my alley. Uh, yeah, Mayfair Witches gets a season two. Sweet. Uh, the Gladiator movie, they find has a release date of eleven twenty two twenty four. I you know I just heard about that on the way here. I was listening to one of my shows. Yeah, it's about uh, it's his kid Lucius, isn't it? Is yes. that the kid's name, Lucius? Yep. Yeah, and then. The Harrison Ford spinoff from Yellowstone, uh, 1923, um, gets its second season. Get off my plate. Which is interesting because I don't think 1883, the the other prequel series, got a second season. Really? This was like the second season of that. Um, And let's see. uh, Mandalorian, the new promo shots have him wearing the Darksaber. Wearing it or well, holding, holding it? Holding it. Wear, well, wearing it in a hilt. Wearing it in his gut because they stabbed him. Well, with, Spoiler. <laughs> with, it, with it unactivated on his side. Gotcha. Um, and Jeffrey D. Morgan posted a picture of him reading the Invincible comics, hinting that he's got a role, so fans went freaking nuts with that. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen the fan art of him as Omni-Man. No, I oh, haven't seen boy, that. Oh boy, it looks good. It makes me want to. It, it makes me want him as Omni Man. I'm really hoping he is. They haven't confirmed whether he. Would you like to his... sit, Mila? No, I had to go back upstairs. The boys are upstairs. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks peace, for coming peace by. Out, peace out, non Girl Scout. Feature for one. Yeah. Oh, restream. Oh, that was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and in last news, which I figure was going to lead into what you were talking about. Uh, of all the shows, DC is keeping the Superman and Lois show. Oh, good. So they're not. I'm so happy about that because that was such a good. That is such a good show. I've heard it was really good. Yeah, it's amazeballs. It's amazeballs. Well, you know, it's good to hear that there's shows that are continuing. Where yep. you know, in the current climate, with all these shows getting canceled, you're just like, oh my god. But that, you know, it's nice to hear that some of these shows. You know, like even like the uh, Superman and Lois, which people are really. I haven't watched it personally, but. Uh, I hear good things. I heard some so, things. I heard some things. I heard some things. Um, what was? What did you hear about DC? <laughs> what was your news about DC? Well, I mean, we got to address the freaking you know super elephant in the room about the the plans. Oh well, the with, gun and Saffron well, plans. Oh my god, I, I felt like we we. <laughs> You know, I guess it was last week I talked about like all the other DC shit that was getting canceled, and I didn't realize that, you know, James Gunn coming out and saying how Flashpoint is well, the Flash movie is going to reset the DC universe, mm-hmm. and that Aquaman two is going to lead into the new Superman movie. Yeah, which I'm guessing is why they pushed it off again so they can film some stuff that lets it lead in. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we were joking last week about like, look, dude, TikTok, you got like they wait, he waited till the last day of the month. And did a video, talked about the whole slate of what they got going on with DC. A lot of cool stuff, man. Um, yeah. Real excited about it. Still a little bit convoluted. That's, yeah, that's Hitmonkey. Hit oh, nice. Hello, Hitmonkey. Um, 
still a little convoluted as far as like you know the only date that they gave that was confirmed was um superman legacy which sounds interesting um I do love that they are basing a lot of these shows. Oh, look at that. Nice. It's fucking Jeffrey D. Morgan in the Omni-Man uh, uh, suit. Nice. With the scar on his face and everything. Oh. You that... can't give fans shit and like not expect them to lose their shit. I mean, they oh, were yeah. putting, uh, what's his name, uh, John Krasinski, I think it was, in the Reed Richards costume. Way before. before. As like a way, and shit like this is what gets stuff done. It's like. He puts out himself in. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, it's himself fine. reading that comic book. The fans grab it and run with it, and now you've got a campaign for him to be in the movie. Yeah, I mean, the, show. the fans do have power these days. It's uh, a little too much power sometimes, but uh, uh, you, you know, think yeah, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, as far as going over the whole DC thing, I mean, if it's been done a million times, but right. uh, it's interesting to see how. You know what's staying, what's going. I mean, he said that like, you know, he said the F- Flash is like the one of the best comic book movies of all time. <laughs> um, well, I think it's good that they're leaning heavy into IP that's not super popular. Yeah, because, I mean, well, then we're not comparing it to all the stuff we've already got. Well, that Batman movie was better. This Flash movie was better. You know, that Aquaman movie, that this Wonder Woman thing. If they're going with these shows and stuff that are not mainstream, like. Booster Gold. Yeah. We're getting Booster Gold, which is great, and everybody's been talking about that forever. They'd mm-hmm. be crazy not to do it. But it gives fans something outside what we're normally used to, so we're not constantly comparing it to everything we've gotten before. Yeah, I mean, and they are pulling out some good stuff. I mean, James Gunn, you always know he's going to pull some of the weirdos out of it. You know, that's kind of like his niche. Um, but, you know, we are still concentrating on, you know, Superman. This Batman Brave and the Bold I'm excited about. Um even though it's going to be like, wait, there's Robert Pattinson Batman, and then there's going to be this other Batman, and what happened to Ben Affleck Batman? It's just like, um, but that whole story about uh, Damian Wayne, did you yes. hear? Yeah, about his son, you know, his long lost son, who long in the lo- comics I think is, son. I think they're going to have to age him a little bit, make him like sixteen, because in the comic book he's like eleven, twelve, but he's kind of he, he's it'll, like it'll a hit, be all right. It's like a hit girl kind of thing where he's like a you know, son of a bitch, assassin, and, you know, Batman's trying to rein him in. So I'm really, you know, I'm uh, excited. And, you know, did you hear the whole thing about Swamp Thing? Yes. Yeah, right. they are They are doing a Swamp Thing. And I'm really hoping they lean into, like, the, the uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, my God, Watchmen. Um, <clears throat> the guy who wrote it. Uh, Grant Morrison, or no, is it no. Alan Moore? Alan Moore's Swamp mm-hmm. Thing stuff that was, like, super fucking, like... Good. Well, the big thing around town is, uh, you know, after they more is it who I'm thinking of who did Swamp Thing? I thought it was Grant. I thought it was Grant Morrison, but it could be Alan Moore. Um, no, we uh recently after he announced all his slate with the uh with the Swamp Thing, which I was like, oh wow, that sounds good. They're really leaning into like the horror aspect of it. Um, but he'll still work within the DC universe. Um, and that's the Alan Moore run of Swamp Thing. Is that really like? horror version mm-hmm. of Swamp Thing. Yeah, and uh, interesting thing is on Twitter, uh, James Mangold... We're Shagger when we need him. Yeah, James know, Mangold. Right? J- yeah, we need comic book guy. <laughs> can we can we hire comic book guy? Uh, well, you know, actually, it was the second run of the Alan Moore. Uh, yeah. No, uh, James Mangold tweeted a, a, a panel from Swamp Thing, so everybody's like, oh. oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, oh, it, it's pretty much almost confirmed that he'll do... 
Swamp Thing, which I'm super excited Sounds about. Sounds good to me. I mean, the guy who did Logan, I mean, for God's sakes, he's doing that new Indiana Jones, which I pray is not time travel. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what is what can we say that hasn't been said already ad, ad nauseum uh, about nothing. the whole slate? I'm excited, you know. I'm excited that DC is going to start getting some good movies. You know, not that, yeah, not that this Zack Snyder stuff was all that bad. Um, I really hope that with this Flash movie, they kind of reset. I'll be honest with you. I mean, you know, you have all these. Technically, we still have four DC movies coming out from the old regime this year. So. I just don't feel like I need another Flashpoint. It was done on the TV show, not mm-hmm. that great, but I got it. It reset the the. The Arrowverse is what they referred to it as because yeah. Arrow started off that whole DC universe on TV. The Berlantiverse. <clears throat> the Berlantiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've gotten that. We've gotten the cartoon one. We've gotten the comic book. Do I need another Flash? It's like when they do the freaking, which is why I'm glad they said the Superman movie is not going to be a fucking Superman origin story. We don't yeah. need that. Yeah, I think they're learning from Marvel where it's just <clears throat> like, you know, how many times do we have to see Uncle Ben get shit, <laughs> get shit, get, get shot, shot on? Um yeah, well, and and I mean again, they're they're gonna give me the flashpoint. Okay, I already know the whole story. What I get to see? A, okay, a great live action, cool, whatever that you do with it. But do I need that? Well, that's how they're gonna reset the universe. I get that, it. That's how you. That's how you do it. You know, and they already have this in play. I mean, I would love to see. I mean, and what the interesting thing about the DC stuff is that some of it is staying. Like we have the Amanda Waller show, um, which, which is I'm staying. Excited about. Yeah, I mean, basically all the James Gunn stuff that was there prior is safe, like the Peacemakers and stuff. It is pushing Peacemaker season two farther back, which is kind of like, eh, but whatever. Um, I just feel like it'll be more gooder then. That's all I'm going to think. Yeah, and, and he's also saying that, like, some's going to stay, some's going to go. And, you know, what was really weird is that he started talking in the beginning. He's like, look, and, you know, he has to say it because all these movies are coming out. He was basically like, what was interesting is that he's like, Look, the door's still open, you know, for Gal Gadot, that's still open. Ezra Miller, they're still available, you know. We're not closing still, those doors. We're not closing those doors. I'm like, poor Henry Cavill. <laughs> like, well, no, because he did say, <laughs> no, because didn't he come out and say that, was it, yeah, he mentioned Henry Cavill, who by the previous regime just got screwed over left and right. Oh, absolutely. And he brought that up. Yeah, but he did say the door was open for all the like the Ben Afflecks and all that other stuff, but he never mentioned Henry Cavill. And I was like, but then apparently J.J. Abrams is doing this. See, this is the thing. It's so, and I do like the fact that they said as far as like the um, Matt Reeves, Batman, and Joker, and Penguin, all that stuff, they, they started their own brand DC Elsewhere, Elseworlds, right. where it's just like you could do standalone stuff over there. They're doing this whole DC universe. They're trying to do that. But if somebody comes in and goes, look, man, I got this awesome, you know, idea for whatever. They go, all right, we'll do it as DC Elseworlds, you know, yeah. just put it on the side. Um, that's fine. You know, I would love to see Flashpoint just, you know, I would love to see the end of it, like all this stuff going on and just like changing everything. I mean, as much as I love Jason Momoa, I'm, I'm not. My man. My man. <laughs> I want blonde hair, blue eyed Aquaman. And that, I want old school Aquaman talking yeah. to fish, riding the seahorse. <laughs> With the thing that, you know, it'd be so great if he did this like flashpoint thing and all of a sudden Jason Momoa turns into a blonde. You know, they get some other actor and they get some other Batman. Dude, I'm Superman. not going to lie. I don't know if you ever saw the Aquaman TV show that was on Apple TV. They did a pilot. No. 
it was really good, and I was kind of upset they never ran with it. Oh, really? Yeah, they put the pilot. I have it. I'll, I'll show it to you. I I watched the pilot. It was good. It got into a little bit of the origin stories, and you know, but they never went anywhere with it. And it was in, uh, in that time of like before the Arrowverse and yeah. all that shit. But when you had like all those tweeny shows popping up on. You know, was it CW at the time? I think it might have been, or the WB or whatever, mm. wherever it was going. They did this pilot, shot it, and then everything started changing, so it just kind of got forgotten about yeah, and went nowhere. So Apple TV was like, can we put that pilot up online and let people watch it? And they were like, yeah. And they're like, okay. Wow, I'd have to watch I, that. I paid my dollar ninety nine for it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, as much as I love Jason Momoa, and, you know, now that they're... Just so, see horse riding. <laughs> that famous one, was it was it the, uh, the state... When they do the uh, Batman, go over here and do this. Superman, Aquaman, go talk to some fish. <laughs> and the Aquaman is just all bombed. He's like, <laughs> but you I'm know, texting it, upstairs, being like, "Can you all stop dragging chairs around?" That's fine. It's it's you know it's podcast sounds. People love podcast sounds. No, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds so unprofessional. So yeah, to to recap, I want a blue, I want a blonde hair, blue eyed Aquaman. Me too. Make fucking Jason Momoa Lobo. Yeah, exactly. Um, keep Gal Gadot because she's gorgeous. Um, Ezra Miller can go freaking chew on a grenade. Um, you know. Yeah, they'll, they'll pick and choose. But anyway, it's exciting. It is. It is, you know, and I'm looking forward to Flash. I'm, that's really the only one. Blue Beetle sounds awesome, too, it with does. the guy from Cobra Kai. Um, and they had to say that just to kind of make people still go to the theater. Because, you know, a lot of people were like, well, if you're changing everything and everything's a full, why am I going to waste my money and go watch these movies if they don't count? Yeah. You know, so I think they'll count. And I'm really, really, all this talk about Flash, I'm like, come on. Well, that's why I think it's good that they dump some of the things because as much as we wanted those shows like the Batgirl show, when it's not going to be part of what they're putting out, it's like it just seems so out of place. Yeah. It's like, where does this connect to anything? It doesn't. Oh, well, then why are we doing it? Yeah. Well, that was the interesting quote, too, about what what Peter Safran said about Batgirl because they were like, well, now that you got this new regime and – you know, everything is, you know, resetting. You know, maybe you could put out the Batgirl. And he was like, we watched it. It was unreleasable. <laughs> he basically. Oh, shit. Yeah. Saffron so, was like, this movie, it'll never come out. It is unreleasable. So everybody who's been touting it as like, oh, it was so good. And it was so, it's full of shit. Because yeah, well, I heard early on people who had seen some of it were like, it plays like a bad episodic TV show. Yeah. Yeah. People. Yeah. There are people that just, I mean. <laughs> The curious, the curious person to me is like, of course I want to see it, you know. Yeah. But I hope it gets s- leaked at some point. But what they said, you know, with Seven, he's like, look, it's basically unreleasable. It's it's not good. Um, and if we did release it, it would tarnish what we're doing now. Okay, I can respect that then. You know, so he was honest about it, which I, you know, every, of course, everybody's curious. And sure, so you're maybe, saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You know, anything's possible. It Look, we got one, Zack Snyder's Justice League freaking years later. It so. might be one of those things that when they, all the dust is settled and everybody's all, you know, two fists into the DC universe, mm-hmm. they go, hey, uh, you know, on HBO Max, we're going to throw this little gem up there for you guys to watch. You yeah. all asked for it. You get what you asked for, but be careful. See, that's the problem, too, is that everybody wants to see it out of morbid curiosity, but as soon as it comes out, they're going to be like, this sucked. Why did you do that to me? (laughs) They never should have released this. Fucking keyboard cowboys. Yeah, exactly. So So, That's all I got. Cool. 
John, you got any news? Yeah, so, I mean, as far as, like, movies and stuff like that, I haven't seen anything. I have. You did. I watched some TV and I watched a movie. Well, I got my usual TV stuff, but the movie stuff, I was all freaking DC'd out, so I was just like, whatever. I I saw DC Cab. Oh. (laughs) Don't let your dick run your life. Mr. Rhyme, only cost you quarter. Yeah, that's right. Um... But I watched uh, that movie Shotgun Wedding with J Lo and uh, what is it? Uh, what the fuck is his name? That guy, uh, Kurt and, Cobain. No, yes, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> it, it's on Netflix. I think it is Shotgun Wedding. They have like this. They have a. a I, did I, I feel like I talked about this last week? I thought no. I've this Shotgun Wedding. This is news they, to they, me. He. Uh, they they're getting married mm-hmm. and they're doing it in like what the fuck is that Eastern Asian? Oh my god, it's one of those Pacific Islands. Okay. And or one of those. It's a destination wedding of some sort. Some sort, and the wedding gets raided by pirates. <laughs> Spoiler: They're not really pirates. They work for the bad guy who is Jennifer uh, J Lo's ex boyfriend in the thing. She's still doing these freaking movies. The rom coms, yeah. And her, oh but God. the best is her ex, who is the bad guy who set this whole thing up to rob the. F- the father of the bride of all this money is yeah. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> so Lenny Kravitz was a pirate? Well, not a pirate. He was like this like rich mogul guy who worked for her dad who she was supposed to marry. It's like this whole It was a fun like okay whatever movie I would never watch. Again. I think whenever Lenny Kravitz walks in the door they should just be like swinging dick. So TV wise, I watched two things, new things on TV. This, this <laughs> we just like, passed right through uh, the shotgun. Went. I'll I'll tell you a really quick story though. Uh, that one of my good, friends. I'll look up the guy's name because it's I don't know why it's escaping me. We're right talking now. about <laughs> fucking pirates. <laughs> well, a friend of mine who's a teacher, he was telling me a story at, at you know at uh, practice that um, a kid in the school brought into school a parrot. They're walking by the. The locker, and you just and they open it. It's a freaking parrot. It was the wings were clipped, so it couldn't like fly, fly away. Yeah. But you know, they find this parrot in a freaking locker, and this kid just took. So he had to call the mother, and say, "Uh, your daughter brought in a a parrot to school." And the mother's like, you know, I thought it was weird that, like, you know, uh, usually that thing starts calling in, like, the morning, and, like, I didn't hear it, so I was kind of wondering, and she had to go, and, of course, she didn't bring a cage. Did nobody notice it while she was bringing it on the bus and shit? No, she, <laughs> she had it in her pocket, like, it was a decent-sized oh, parrot. It wasn't like a, you know, like a parakeet. It was a fucking full-blown parrot. It was a god full-blown parrot. It was a goddamn parrot in a locker. I didn't, you know, let me tell you something. Shouting out the answers to the test. Uh, Mayor Bass here, everybody. Shh, the mayor wants to talk. Everybody Look, listens. You can bring in a chimpanzee. Okay. You can bring in a a, a brook trout. But goddamn, don't bring in a parrot. They're too noisy. Jonathan, the parrot. <laughs> call, call, motherfucker. So, oh of course... This teacher is a science teacher and had a cage, luckily, 
So he gave the cage. So he, he goes, I gave her, you know, I put the parrot into the cage and the thing bit me. And I was like, oh. So, he, you know, the mother comes. He hands over the cage. The mother goes, that's not my parrot. That's a parrot impersonator. That's a goddamn man in a parrot suit. What kind of moron thinks a man in a parrot suit's an actual? If- it's actually his little brother, Jeremy. Jeremy, why did you dress up as a parrot? I don't know, call, call. I was told I would get a cracker. I, told, uh, I was told there'd be crackers. <laughs> so he goes, Jeremy want a cracker? So, I've been a science teacher and there's no crackers. Can I get a rinse in this motherfucker? <laughs> I don't want no goddamn saltines. Get me a fucking rinse or a goddamn trisket. I don't want no oyster crackers. Although they are easy to eat. He goes, I had to give the the, the, the mom and the the, the, the the kid the cage. And that was like a $250 cage. I was like, you know what you need to do? You need to go to the house to pick up the cage dressed as a pirate. <laughs> like, where? which one of you landlubbers took my cage? <laughs> Where's my cage? That's not my parrot. That's a kid in a parrot costume. <laughs> She made me do it. <laughs> my, my parrot had a wooden leg. <laughs> <laughs> that old joke with the pig with the wooden leg, you know, because he saved him in a fire. And he goes, oh, you know, oh, so he lost his leg in the fire. He goes, no, you can't eat a pig like that all at once. <laughs> that was one of my father's favorite jokes, the pig with the wooden leg. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, like, t- my, I'm like tearing over here. <laughs> thinking, about, thinking about my friend dressed as a pirate <laughs> showing up and being like, where the hell's my goddamn cat? A little brother running around the house in like one of those little, one of those spirit Halloween inflatable costumes. I got the chicken one upstairs. He's got the parrot when he's running their house going, caca, caca. Mom, when can I take this? Shut up and eat this cracker. I'm not going to tell you again. The father answers the door with a hook. <laughs> Where the hell's my parrot cage? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, I'm crying. I, oh. I smell. What's that? I smell animation coming to my freaking parents' That's story. That's my onion sack. <laughs> I'll so, do a check later. Anyway, TV uh, show-wise, I watched two new TV shows. Okay. The first one is on sci-fi. It's called uh, The Ark. I actually think the second one's on sci-fi, too. I don't know where it's from, but, like, I know the first one's the arc on sci-fi. It's all about these Earth is doomed. They're traveling to a foreign planet on a spaceship. There's an accident on the spaceship, and, like, all the main crew, like the captain and all those people are on one, like, pod that they're in hibernation, (laughs) and they all fucking die. So now all the underlings are like, well, we got to run the ship. Did they take two of every animal and put it on there? No, so it has sounds, nothing to sounds, do with Noah's Ark. Sounds fucking Was crazy. there a parrot on the Ark? <laughs> there was. <laughs> there was two of them. <laughs> Heckle and Jekyll. <laughs> half the fucking half the people out there would be like, who the fuck's Heckle and Jekyll? <laughs> old chum. <laughs> it sounds like a great show, doesn't it? Yeah. It's Somebody not. should do it's that. It's so bad. It's so cheesy, this show. Oh, the arc. Yeah. It's so funny. You could tell I thought you were like, talking about the thieving magpies of Heckle and Jekyll. I, I feel like these fucking shows that take place on a spaceship like that are a cop-out because they're like... No set. Just no set. One. We have one. Build a, build a facade. Um, the other show I watch is one called The Watchful Eye. It's got that guy who plays Jack on Lost. Okay. Um, he's a dad. The show starts with his wife jumping off the top of the building and committing suicide. And now they're hiring a nanny to watch the kid uh, <clears throat> who's uh, 
she's a con artist. Okay. And who had gotten arrested, and this cop is like, hey, how about this? You work for me. I got a, I got a deal for you. I won't arrest you if... And they want her to go be the he wants her to go be the nanny, so she gets this job as a nanny because they're gonna rob him of this like ruby or emerald that they have. Oh, it's a heist. <clears throat> but it's not because the fucking house is haunted. <laughs> oh jeez. And then comes the zombies. <laughs> yep. I, I don't know how I feel about it yet. So Sounds pretty convoluted. The only other really cool thing I watch, and and this is kind of like what I put in the notes of YouTube, is that video by a uh, pop culture detective called mm-hmm. The Tragedy of Droids in Star Wars. Okay, yeah, you told me about it. This sounds they, interesting. They go through and talk about how Star Wars has, like, does this thing where they take the droids and it's like you're either meant to feel absolutely nothing for them because they're cannon fodder where, like, comic relief, ripping them apart, and you don't feel, mm. but also have an emotional attachment to droids like C-3PO and R2-D2 because mm-hmm. they've been humanized. And he postulates that, like, all these droids are stuck in this uh, recursive loop where they just constantly are learning more and more and more and mm-hmm. start to become more and more self-aware, which is a really cool concept. It's very sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But he points out that the most tragic is L337 from the Solo movie. Oh, who God. She gets killed. She liberates. She's the only female droid we'd ever really seen. Uh-huh. She gets killed. She liberates all these. Like she liberates all these droids, and she's like, "I found my purpose. Yeah. I'm supposed to liberate." And then she gets fucking blown up. And then they hook her up to the Millennium Falcon and I upload gonna... her intelligence to the Millennium Falcon. And now she's trapped. And how tragic that is. That like she makes it her mission to like liberate. She started out as like basically I didn't know that she was originally like a R2D2 type droid. Oh, okay. Who was as she became more self-aware and more conscious, was upgrading and adding on to herself, mm-hmm. giving herself arms, giving herself legs, fucking... And I was like, you know, you I would think it would be an awesome movie to see a droid that went through all this mm-hmm. and eventually started using that tech, like Luke's got the fake arm that's got skin. Yeah. So it starts adding parts to itself that are like fake limbs with skin and how people in the Star Wars universe, a lot of the characters build and this is me mm-hmm. build on like oh i'm going to augment myself for you know better sight better tracking electronics and all that stuff mm-hmm. to become integrated with technology whereas the droids are evolving to we want less visible technology we want to look just like people oh which okay. is not a unique thing but i i would love to see a star wars show where they take that route because i never really thought about l337 being like that self-aware like makes jokes mm. um insults people is in love with Lando yeah I mean and now and it explains why like they talk about how it explains how it's always like oh she this and she that when they talk about it because yeah I mean it's a really interesting video and it gives you a second look at like how droids I mean I know droids are always like use the vehicle to represent some greater like they said robots were always supposed to be like slaves and it's supposed to represent slavery yeah. and all this and but with L337, it's like a completely tragic tale. It's the ultimate tragic tale of droids in Star Wars. Well, I mean, Star Wars has always been great of making us really care and feel about droids. Yeah. I mean, look at K2SO in Rogue One when he gets freaking, <laughs> spoiler alert, you know. Or IG, IG-11 Yes. in Mando, Mando when he sacrifices himself, you know. Well, yeah, and they talked about that too and how he, like, you know, that's when – Mando reached his arc of like, no, you can't like grew attached and realized droids aren't bad. Yeah. Because they, you've got your droids that have their, their, uh, 
the bolts that they put on them. What the fuck are they called? The restraining bolts. Yeah. And that whenever droids start to become a little too self-aware, they're like, take that droid into town and have his memory wiped. Yeah. And that having memory wiped is like, you don't remember any of this shit. So you're going back to just being a, a bolted slave and shut up and do your work. Yeah. And it's like really kooky when you think about and it's that. also scary too that you know you don't want these robots that are supposed to be helping you all of a sudden take. We've all watched freaking Skynet, <laughs> but, and I never knew that that I knew that Jay and Silent Bob are based off of R two and C three. Pretty much, yeah. No, what Kevin Smith has said, he's like, I modeled them after R two D two and C three PO because you need those two guys who are like the the anchor between all the the things yeah. that are always there. But I didn't know that R2-D2 and C-3PO were based on two characters in a Kira Kurosawa film. Oh, that I, I didn't know. It was these two villager guys. And, like, they did a side-by-sideness of a clip from the Akira Kurosawa film and R2 and C-3PO, like, arguments. Like, go on, go on on your own. You will won't last a day without me. And, like, that whole scene yeah. is lifted right out of the Akira Kurosawa film. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff for, for Star Wars, it was it was based on, you know, those old, you know, West he, he, Based it on like westerns and Flash Gordon and, and samurai Dune. movies and, and I, Dune <laughs> and, and Dune, yeah. <laughs> so that that's all the movies, TV, and well, I had to say that I consider that it was a thirty-minute video on YouTube, so I consider that like watching a TV show. Mm. Well, I mean, since we did talk about Star Wars and droids, should we go into uh, Bad Batch? Just oh, kind of touch on that. So good. All I have to say is two words: Wookie. Jedi. <laughs> yeah, but he was in he was in Gungi. Clo- he was in the Clone Wars show. Yes. Uh yeah, Fred told me that, you know, uh it was there was an episode in the Clone Wars that he was in. And they postulated that I watched a video for again, Screen Crush, he talked about it was either Screen Crush or another new rock stars was saying that like in that he never actually was an actual Padawan because as more and more Jedi were off fighting in the war and dying, they didn't have enough Jedi's to be masters or for the all mm-hmm. the Padawans they had coming up. So he kind of was like on his own. You can kind of get that from the show. And then after Order 66, he was really on his own and running, yeah. which I knew was why when he saw the Bad Batch, he's like all mad and get away from me. But Yeah, you got to figure a lot of these Jedi, like look at look at them and go like, oh my God, you know, they have to tell them like, look, no, we're we're on the good side. It was really weird though when, they, <laughs> when they're like, oh my God, it's on fire, it's on fire. And they're like, Get the other get a, get get help or whatever, and then all of a sudden it's like everything's gone. It's like, wait, how on fire was everything? They're just throwing dirt on everything. I think that, that's what they were saying. It just <laughs> jumped, and I was like, that was a weird transition. There was no transition there. Twice, didn't it yeah. happen twice? Yeah, but I I think I think Gungi, his name is Gungi. He's adorable. Well, and this did I guess this was originally supposed to be an episode of was it the Clone Wars? Was based off of this, and that's when they say, "Oh, it's been a long time since we back to Kashiki." Yeah, and that was in reference to what was supposed to be a Clone Wars episode, which they just kind of changed the story of that Clone Wars episode that never got made. Yeah, and made it a Bad Batch episode. Filoni is always good at like digging out old He's stuff. Felonious. He is very felonious. He's felontastic. Um, no, but I I just thought like I wasn't familiar with the. Uh, Clone Wars episode because I did watch some of those essentials, but I didn't really get into it. Um, yeah, and then thing. I just see I just see a Wookiee with a freaking lightsaber with that little snaggle tooth. I'm Snaggles. like, he's adorable. He is. I want a freaking Gungi doll now. Get a Gungi doll. I got yeah. my. Where's my? Oh yeah, I got my doll over here. Oh, oh who's that? That's Bluey. Bluey. <laughs> Wait, let's see. For real life, let's do this. Hooray! <laughs> 
I want to hear the here comes. Bingo, look at this! Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! Bingo, check out an idea. For real life. Bingo, look at an idea. This is thrilling. There's, there's one more. There's one more. Bluey goes. Here come the grannies. <laughs> here come the, That's oh. like one of my favorite Bluey episodes. Is the grannies episode? Grannies don't floss. <laughs> Granny, don't. do you floss? Yes, I floss every night. No, not floss your teeth. The dance floss. Oh, it's also about the dancing floss. Uh, I'm sorry, I I, I digress. No, that's fine. Uh, but so yeah, the, the arc. Watchful eye. Me. Yeah. Shotgun wedding, uh, take it or leave it. Yeah, but bad bitch, I also wanted to uh, instill, since we do have a whole bunch uh, more episodes coming in, I think we should definitely instill the uh, the Omega annoying meter. I sent you that picture, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a punchable face. <laughs> yeah. I, she was about a four. I, I, on the Omega annoying meter, she was about a four. She wasn't that bad. Well, she wasn't in a lot of it. But we did get to see more evidence of her being Force-sensitive. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know she was grown, and they want her because they say it's because she's the the only first-generation clone of... Um, yeah, that was wow, Boba. Boba, then, yeah. Boba Fett. She's the... Not Boba. Uh, Django? Django Fett. <laughs> she's a first-generation clone of Django Fett, which really means she's Boba Fett's sister. Hold on. Mm. But, Very incestuous. And that's why they galaxy. want her, because it's the pure purest copy of Boba of his DNA. Mm-hmm. But there's also the idea that, like, well, she was probably also infused with metachlorine, so she would be force sensitive oh. in an effort to start getting ready to clone for, you know. We've decoded the intel from the First Order spy. Somehow Palpatine returned. For the return of Palpatine, right? <laughs> that fucking Palpatine. He just always pops up. Unlimited power. <laughs> Unlimited power. Rise. <laughs> so, um,. I found it. I find it very interesting. I'm, I wonder where her story is going to go. Hopefully, at the bottom of a ditch. <laughs> I don't know why. Tell I just, me about it. But uh, yeah, no, it was definitely a good episode. So uh, best one yet so far. I mean, I, I've I've liked ones that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. But of all the episodes so, so far, this is probably one of the ones I enjoyed the most. Yeah, no, it was definitely better than the last two. The last two were just adventure of the weeks kind of stuff. And like I said in the past, I'm like, I'm fine with those. I'm yeah. fine with them. But, you know, there's certain ones like talking about. Uh, this is a good segue uh, into the next thing. Oh, look uh, at you. Look at I'm just, you know, talking about these like little adventures or bottleneck episodes. I mean, The Last of Us. <clears throat> oh, my God. Gay swans in love. Dude, the fact the way they packed an entire love story into like a one hour episode and really made you feel. Oh yeah. I mean, well, it was technically an hour and twenty minutes, so right. it was pretty much a movie at yeah. that point. Um and there's one guy that I do follow on YouTube, Cody Leach. Um little shout out to him. He's a YouTube guy. He does a lot of uh, reviews, mostly horror, but like he's been doing this last of us. And he will show you know, scenes from the game and then talk oh. about the episode so right. you can kind of see it. And apparently, you know, the whole Bill thing was just completely fabricated for the show. Yeah, which is great. I mean, they, you know, they allude that in the game that Bill had a partner and that the partner killed himself, you know, now, for the in, game. In but... the in the game, what happens is when you meet, when you encounter Bill, um, him and his partner, what the fuck is his name? Um Anyway, have already split, like called it splits, because you know the whole fight they have, like, oh, my God, you're so difficult. Mm -hmm. He's like, he got tired of Bill's constant, like, the way he was, and was like, fuck you, and then got attacked and bit, Mm -hmm. and rather than turn, he hung himself. 
Gotcha. So they don't even tell you like any of that. They kind of retcon that entire storyline, which is fine. It works better for the show. Yeah. And I think it created a real huge emotion thing and set up everything with him having to take her and take responsibility for her. And I don't know if you like kind of paused and read the note. Yeah. In the note where she stops and he takes it. Well, it says Tess. It says take care of Tess and do right by Tess or something like that. But then he basically, if you read it close enough, he's suggesting a wine and food pairing as if to say, like, when you guys finally recognize the fact that you're in love with each other Uh, and stop fucking around and have an actual date. Yeah. It was pretty interesting to see that in the note. But I love that storyline that they added that. Yeah. I mean, it was such a beautiful and it was totally and it kind of gave me hope, too, because we did talk about, you know, everybody. So far, it's been, like, shot for shot of the video game. Right. So, you know, when I did hear certain spoilers about about the video game, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm now going to know. But, like, I like to see how things play out. The fact that this was an element of it, and what they've been doing in the past, you know, couple episodes that they've released is that they're taking small parts and they're enhancing it, like with, with Joel's daughter. Right. That you're getting more of a backstory. Now we had a whole hour of Bill and you know his partner which you got to look up i can't think of his name is it murray or <laughs> something like that um it, you know first of all nick the uh, I, I always want to call him nick joel yeah no not joel um bill's character um nick offerman nick offerman i mean i don't think i've ever seen him play um a dramatic role like that and he was just you know he had a little he had a little uh, swanson in him you Frank. know, Frank. Thank Bill you. And Frank. Take him to Bill and Frank's. Bill and Frank. Uh, Frank's and Beans. Um, no, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was so powerful, and th- the love story that they had, and you know, like you know, uh, Nick Offerman is actually he's a classically trained musician. Like you, you wanted to say penis. Penis. Uh, I I could penis vagina. Penist. <laughs> pianist. Not a penis. Pianist. But yes. he performed that himself, and he was like, "I actually had to kind of make it not that good." <laughs> you know? Like I had, a, I had a, it was a stretch to make it bad. And come on, when you watch that, and he he finally he he got his he's like a doomsday guy. He's got it all set up, and he sets up the Bill's town, and then he sits down and he eats the. I just think going mm, meat <laughs> from Parks and Rec. He's just sitting there. But uh, there's some theory that Frank purposely played fast and not right as a way to kind of like entice Bill into sitting down and play. Yeah. Which I can see. But I I mean, fuck man. When Frank is like, when realizes that there's something going on between the two of them, Mm -hmm. he's like, why don't you go take a shower? And he's like, and when Bill leaves to go take a shower and he just starts crying. Yeah. Cause he's like, here I am in a world where I thought I was just going to forever be alone. And that takes place. You have to, I mean, I don't know if you realize that that all this all started in 2003, mm-hmm. and the outbreak kind of starts just before the legalization of gay marriage in Massachusetts. Oh, I didn't so know it still wasn't legal in Massachusetts when the events of this show took place. It yeah. didn't even like come up, and it did kind of seem that like you know at the same time like Bill, and they did mention it when he was in bed uh, with his part with Frank that he's never been with a man before. Right. I don't think he's even been with a woman. No, he's been, you know? he'd been living with his mom. Yeah, so it was all, like, new to him, and he didn't know. But Channeled like, all that, like, 
and you know, down, I think he pushed those, all of his gay down with prepping. Yeah, and it was just, it was so beautiful after he played that Linda Ronstadt song that he was just like, you know, oh, who was the girl? And he's just like, and, he goes, and, and Frank just puts his hand on his shoulder. He goes, I, I know, I know, you know. Like to say, you don't have to, I know. You don't I have to pretend. That, yeah, it's okay. And it's okay. I am too. And I like it when he's like, look, I'm not a whore. I don't sleep with people for food. Yeah. yeah. So you got to realize this actually means or, something to or me. Or my favorite one, he goes, where he goes, uh, um, if I let you in, then you're going to let a whole bunch of other people in. I don't want this to be in Arby's. And he goes, Arby's didn't give out free food. <laughs> and that's where I think he knew, like, all right, this guy's not a threat. Like, yeah, and it was just such a beautiful story. It was, you know, a love story. And, like, the way that it ended and that it showed that, you know. It... <laughs> Why are you going to make me cry? <laughs> Before we get flagged on fucking YouTube and taken off the air. Yeah, and it, it, it's another Kate Bush thing where it's uh, that I'm song hoping, that was. Is just, it taken off? Oh yeah, good. Yeah, people are going. That's with it. But, Linda uh, Ronstadt deserves it, and that you know what's funny is Linda Ronstadt recorded that in the seventies, mm. but that was actually like someone else's song before from like the sixties that she knew and met, and she redid it. Yeah, it's one of those like uh, I she will made it more popular kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you want to listen to that episode, guys? Go back and listen to our old episode where we do our favorite. Remakes of songs that are sometimes somewhat better than the original. Yeah, <laughs> we did a whole episode on that one. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> Check out the playlist. Um, yeah. So I mean, that that whole episode, it, I it would it really hit me in the feels. Um, yeah, I loved it. Uh, you know, it it moved the story, and then it showed you know it, it, the cynical. We all have to get that like Walking Dead stink off of us. Of yep. like Frank comes in, and it's like, all right, what's he gonna do? It's gonna freaking kill him gonna do this he's gonna torture him he's gonna do this it's like no they fell in love joel gave them strawberries <laughs> yeah and they almost made love in the strawberry and he's, he's like i traded the, I, I traded a gun one of your guns for strawberries he's like which gun he goes it was a little one don't yeah. worry <laughs> like was, you got a fucking wall of guns you need another gun i know and it was just so sweet and then the fact that like ellie um well, at the end when they shower and they before they leave, they have the outfits on from the video game. Oh, yes. And Ellie gets in the car, and she's never been in a car. She's just like, oh, this is like to a... tell her how to wear a seatbelt. Yeah. And it was so cute, like, Joel just reaching over, like, the father thing, being like, okay, let me put your seatbelt on. This is how you do it, you know? So it uh... broke that wall. And that, that, that whole beautiful thing of, like, you know, Frank just wanted that one more day. Yeah. They got married. And then you knew, you know, that... Bill was, Bill gonna, was gonna go kill. go with, and what a beautiful way! To, and <sighs> and they also when they took off in that window, you see the window that's open. It's like we left it open so we didn't want us to stink after we're dead. Right? They didn't show the corpse. They didn't. And I'm show... so happy they didn't. Oh, uh, it was just. I mean, that show is just amaze balls. Like it's because I think the picture so well I have written. in my mind of them, their corpses in that bed, mm. is probably better than what they would have shown. And they perfectly, masterfully like led you there. And left you to do it yourself. Yes, I pictured it in my head of the old couple in in Titanic when the water's going and they're just kind of spooning. That's how I pictured. See, it. now I pictured it. They're laying in bed, kind of almost knees pulled up, face to face, with their arms across each other, <clears throat> holding hands on the low hand. Okay. Their upper arm on each other, reached across at each other, mm-hmm. head, forehead to forehead, knee to knee. And just staring into each other's eyes. Or 
Nick Offerman's face mushed in a pillow. <laughs> combo, combo. <laughs> um, or when Frank you know, dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> them, them in the their corpses in the bedroom strewn all over the place because you know creatures from outside came in and started eating them. <laughs> the cat is open just, window. You know, yeah. Oh, oh, dude, that. Just a side note. You're always my wife the- was telling me there was a, a couple, I guess they died in their house, the two of them, but when they came and retrieved, there was like 150 cats in their house it's in what in, in Yorktown. Oof. It's like it was the, they claimed, the ASPCA claimed it was the largest case of cat hoarding they've ever seen. Oh my God. So yeah. I, I'm up there with that. As important as you think you are, in the end, you're just a cat food. <laughs> All right. But we're, yeah. We're so- getting long on time. Okay, so we gotta we gotta hit some of this uh quick on the yeah. Wow, that's fucking loud. <laughs> what? What are you trying to Pete Townsend? <laughs> what are you trying to Pete Townsend me over there? <laughs> what? Hey, hey. Wait, speak up, Sonny. Yeah, so music news, um, not a ton of stuff. Um, the one thing I did want to touch uh, was me. If, well, that too. We're gonna we're gonna reenact the uh, the Bill and the Bill and Frank you, later on. We're gonna you, talk like me, that. Bill Frank. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do that picture that we saw before. Um, <laughs> France forever. Um, no, the only thing I belly wanted to belly and tip to tip. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you got music wise? We're so we're so out of it today. Um, the only one other thing I wanted to touch on before I start talking about the the new music that came out is that they did Ozzy finally came out. Oh, he's gay. No. Oh. Yeah, Sharon. Um. No, he's finally retiring. Thank Fucking God. God. You have kids. You're a grandfather. You're a complete mess. You made it through all that stuff. You have nothing left to prove. Yeah. You've done it, dude. I know that when you're a musician, you're like, I just want to keep going. I just want to keep yeah. playing. Because, you know, there's a reason why fucking Frankie Valley and, you know, Tony Bennett and all those guys are Vegas still doing residencies. it. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I, you know, I've seen him. And I mentioned it on the podcast page. First time I saw him was 1989. Wow. Uh, it was Ozzy and Anthrax. Oh, it was the best. It was Ozzy, a young, fresh-faced, unshit, you know. Ozzy you saw the, the cliff. I know. You saw the ultimate sin. I was one after that. I was Sorry. right after it. But it was a good one because it was Ozzy, a fresh faced Zach Wild. Right. Um, no beard, young, little tween, twinky guy. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. Shh. Talk slower. Oh, yeah. Slow down. Uh geezer. Give it to me, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Got a beef and chitter. <laughs> this is not an Orbeez. Um no, it was geezer, and it was amazing, and and you know back then in 1989 it was like, oh man, you better go see him. It might be his last tour. Cut to you know after that seeing him with Sabbath twice, years later. <laughs> you know, and then near the end it was like he came out with Tony, and you know he could he was leaning against something, he could barely walk, and it's just like dude, you know, it was very sad for him. Because his voice, he still got the voice. Come on, let's roll out Ozzy. You know, when you go to see Black Sabbath and the guy forgets the lyrics to War Pigs. I mean, come on. Oh. <laughs> it's not too many lyrics. 
it's like athletes. It's like, can you just go out on top? Like, you know, there's that new movie out, 80, for, 80 on Brady or 80 for yeah. Brady. But, like, <clears throat> they talk about they're going to see him retiring at 40, and then he came back, and now what did he go out on? Not a winning record. No. And I'm not a sports guy. It's like, you were on top and went out. You should have fucking stayed there. Yeah. And then, yeah, now he came out again, and he was just like, oh, I'm retiring now. Like, I'm like okay. They can't. It's tough, you know, yep. being a creative person, like a musician or a sports guy, you want it to last forever. You know, you always. You're it's a performer. Not, yeah, and it's not like you're like, I'm, you know, I'm going to. Same thing with Brady. He had nothing to prove. He's done like six, seven Super Bowls at yeah. this point, you but know. That's his drug. Yeah. So, and he's a young guy, you know, but still, like, do it now while you can. So, yeah, you know, big ups to Oz. I mean, you know, like you said, you got nothing left to prove, man. Nope. Just, you know. Stay home with your grandkids, you know, and the fact that you poisoned yourself for fifty years. Like, Look, maybe just... maybe we'll get a the a new TV show. Oh God, Ozzy's retirement home. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that last one was a train wreck. Um, so I stopped you... watching the Osbournes. Yeah, it was just it was painful because you know he's always struggled with the <clears throat> with the drugs and the alcohol and you know back and forth, back and forth. You know, the fact that he's still alive is like, jeez, oh, he's you know? pickled. <laughs> yeah. Him and Keith Richards. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, the original pickled punk. Yeah. <laughs> so what new music we got out there? So as far as, like, new music goes out, there's a couple of singles and then, like, you know, mentioned some albums. Uh, single-wise, um, it just came out of nowhere that Slipknot, uh, The Knot, dropped a song called Bone Church, which I oh. put on the playlist. And it's different, man. And I like, you know, Slipknot. There, you know, people goof on them sometimes, you know, with the everything's just heavy and, you know, fast and all that stuff. Like, and I love, like, Iowa, that album is like one of my all time favorite records. I mean, it's just unapologetic, like, brutal in your face. But I also love when Slipknot does little different stuff. Goddamn bumpuses. Um, you know, this song is very, like, it's very trippy, it, it's different. It's different. I like it. You know, they do that on their albums every once in a while. Like their last album, they had the song Adderall, yeah. which is freaking great. Yeah. Uh, but it's not the... And I love that stuff, too. Don't get me wrong, but it's a nice mix. So, yeah, it was just a single that they just dropped, like, Wednesday or Thursday. They're just like, here. Try, uh, you know, there is that... I'm not yawning at you. No, no, no. There is a, an album that they keep, you know, promising or, or threatening that they're going to release this, like... I forget what the name of it is. Like they they did a whole album that was completely weird and different that they decided to shelve. You know, and they just never I think it's called See You on the Other Side or something like that. But like they keep threatening, like, we're gonna release it because people want to hear it. Is it a threat or a promise? I don't know. That's the question. Yeah. It's like but, shut up or we'll release this shit and then you'll hate us forever, or is it this is awesome. If you guys come on, we'll release it. It's one of those things where like I, I love those stories of bands that have whole albums out that they they recorded and, and they were ready to release it and for some reason they either just shelved it and never released it and it's just like you know I can think of a few examples of uh, the Black Crows did an album called Tall that okay. they were gonna put out like right and they just <clears throat> shelved the whole thing and you're like well, what happened with that the Deftones did that with Eros I think it was they did a whole album with Chi and then, like they just never released it. Um, so Someday stuff maybe like, we'll hear it. Yeah, and every, you know, bands like that are always just like, yeah. Well, and then you're like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like Batgirl. You're like, it might be shit, but I want to hear it just to 
decide for myself. Um, so that was really the big single that came out. Uh, other than that, um, our boys De La Soul, they put out another song off of Three Feet High and Rising. Uh, the, uh, what is it? Uh, you know, uh, I Know. Um, the one where they sample um, uh, Steely Dan. I know I love you better. It's freaking. Okay. Yeah, they're slowly putting out singles because I know we, we talked about them releasing the old albums yeah. on streaming. Um, and I did put that one on the playlist just because, I mean, that whole album is just a masterpiece. So it was cool to see another De La song out there. There you go. What'd you got there? Yeah. Oh my god, I can't get into this because I'll never stop listening. It's oh, so fucking good. They're, they're, that, I was telling my class about, I was like, "You guys don't know De La Soul. You need to." I was like, "Their stuff is all coming out on Spotify. They're re-releasing it, especially this album." I was like, "This is like the quintessential De La Soul. This is what got me in." And then a kid was like, "Oh, I'm gonna check it out." And I was like, "If you like that, I was like, here's another band you want to check out, Fishbone." Oh yeah, check out Fishbone Truth and Soul. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite Fishbone album. I was either not their best. But my favorite because it's probably my first Fishbone album. Yeah, and I listened to it ad nauseum. I still remember when we went to uh, Virginia <clears throat> Beach. Yep, and they had that record store across the street from our from our hotel, and I bought In Your Face, the, yep. the Fishbone record, and I that's to me that's that's my favorite, favorite just because it was the first one I ever bought. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about them putting out that album, and you know, yeah, I always tease Violet because Violet loves my daughter. She loves all that like new kind of rap like mum, not not mumble rap but like you know Tyler the Creator and 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 I was like I was like can I put on my hip hop playlist like mine's got like bah. you know freaking brand Nubian and freaking De La Soul and Tribe Called Quest Shit, and yeah. you know and that and the NWAs and the freaking all that stuff but it's just a good like I put it on recently because of that I listened to that song and I I have a hip hop playlist which maybe I'll share it's freaking all the classics, you know. Nice. Freaking, you Share know. that with me. Fuck everybody else. Oh, yeah. I'll hook you up, brother. I'll hook you up. Um, so, yeah, those were the really the only two singles that I saw. Album-wise, um, we did mention Seven Seconds put out that Walk Together, Rock Together single. They they re-released the whole album, and they call it, like, the Trust Mix or whatever. Remaster or whatever. I can't tell the difference. I mean, it's a, it's a classic record. It's, it's a Tay-Tay move, I'm telling you. It's got to be, you know, where they re-record. I don't think they've re-recorded it, but... You know, that's kind of the sneak away where you, if you re-record it, then it can be yours. Right. You know? The re-recordings, so, the original recordings are not yours. They belong to the original record company, but when you re-record it, the new recordings of that songs becomes yours. Yeah. that That's the old sneaky. I mean, sometimes you get something great like a Tay-Tay or even Sick of It All. I can't believe I just did Taylor Swift and Sick of It All in the same thing, but Sick of It All re-recorded their EP. Yeah. And it was freaking phenomenal. And then sometimes you get like docking. They do it <laughs> so bad. Uh, <coughs> other than that, um, the only other album that I saw was uh, I haven't listened to it just because it's going to be painful. Is the Smashing Pumpkins? They put out that Atom. Oh God! Act one and Act two. Oh. It just seems so overblown. Like I'm just like <laughs> we talked about it on a past episode where I was just like. What were we thinking? What was the What was the band you were li- you you talked about last week? That's one of those like. Oh, the um, the national. The national. I st- I listened to that song. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, let me go on and listen to some more other stuff. And it was like, 
I found myself like singing along, making up lyrics. And that right now, Daryl and Michelle are like, God damn it. I you just don't get it. it. You just don't understand. I don't, because it's got no, like, I can't I'll, describe it. I'll I like say- you, you hit it perfect. You're like, I feel like I'm really supposed to like this, but I don't. Yeah, like I should like it. But it, I don't know why I don't. There are some good jam. Like I will say there's the, um, there's one of their albums that I enjoy quite a bit, you know. And it, it, it's kind of the feeling of like when there's certain bands like that, like I always say Billie Eilish, right? Yeah. Great, you know, she had Bad Guy or whatever. She, And I listen to all her music and I'm just like, Bitch, could you do a fucking up tempo number somewhere yeah. in here? Somewhere <laughs> like well, her brother's you, writing all of her music. Yeah, old Phineas, not Ferb. Oh, <laughs> get me Ferb. Get me the Ferb songs. <laughs> this is the Billie Eilish album Ferb editions. Yeah, <laughs> um, all of her songs that he wrote up tempoed. Yeah, like throwing it up. I, I sound like With freaking, Frank playing piano. Yeah. <laughs> And a goddamn parrot. <laughs> no, it's, you know, like I just, I, it, it's, I don't know. I, 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 I feel much. like the National. I'm sorry, Daryl, but I feel like the National is one of those bands that like is one of those too cool for the room, and you should like it. And a lot of the people who like it don't understand why they like it, but they know they're supposed to, so they do. Yeah, I mean, they do have, like I said, I, I'll send you the album that I enjoy, where it's like I need my girl. I think that's the song. It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like you can picture yourself getting blown. Drinking a cup of coffee okay. on a Sunday. Oh. You know, it's a nice day. Do you want to go get brunch and, uh, you know, I'll suck your dick? <laughs> I'll suck your dick. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, I get it. I just, I, that's what I feel like with bands like that. I feel like, okay, I'm supposed to really like this and it's supposed to be really amazing, but mm. I don't see what's supposed to be so amazing about it. Yeah, people say that about, like, you know, it's it's, it's an acquired taste. You know, like Radiohead or, you know. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I do enjoy a good sprout now. Oh, I love me a Brussels sprout. Mm. I told you my feeling about Brussels sprouts. Well, was I that? always feel like I'm the giant in that Mickey Mouse cartoon where he's eating the fucking cart full of, <laughs> of cabbages. <laughs> like, I pretend the Marcel, I'm a giant and those are cabbages. Do you walk around going, fee fi fo fum fee fi mo mom. I'm the most amazing god. Alright, yeah. I'm done. I'm done with my music. It's indeed everybody. Carpet day. <laughs> How dare you? Dare um. You. So yeah, just a little bit of house cle- uh, housekeeping. Housekeeping. You want me to flop pillow? <laughs> housekeeping. You want me to jerk you off? Hunt- what kind of hotel is this? <laughs> Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't go away. Um. No, just <laughs> man, we are out of it. Oh, um, come on in. But yeah, what's going on? I'm just watching. Uh, you want to watch some TV? Bluey. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, seriously, housekeeping. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yes, we do have a show coming up. Uh, our first Sack of Sin showcase, uh, March 11th. It's a Saturday. Got a whole bunch of bands playing. If you go onto sackofsin.com and click on showcase tickets, you can buy uh, your own ticket online. Um, 
Why do you got to burp in the middle? It's so hard to cut it out when you like are burping while talking. I got, I'm very gassy today. I don't know what like it mine, is. Like mine, I could cut it out, all the burps I did, mm. and you'll hear it in the background on your mic. But when you're like, so go on and buy your uh, uh, tickets, it's <laughs> like, okay, how do I edit that? All right, let's start it over again. Um, Sackasin.com. If you go to tickets, uh, showcase tickets, you can purchase your tickets online. We're doing a will call. Which we haven't picked out the uh, the actual place, but we're going to do a meet and greet, have everybody hang out. You can get pick up your ticket there. No service charges, no fees, all that stuff. You can pick it up, uh, and then we all kind of walk into the show together, holding hands, singing "Kumbaya." Uh, another option is we have a VIP prize pack um, where you can get a ticket, also get a limited edition T-shirt. And sticker, a Hey Pal What's New sticker, just for being cool. For a measly upsell of $25, you can get yourself one of those. We're not going to tell you what's so special about the shirt, though. No, we can't. Um, But we will say that it is something cool. You want to take advantage of it. If you're going to be at the show, show your pride, show show your support. Buy yourself a, a, a prize pack and get in there. And, and uh, you'll get your choice of Hey Pal What's New stickers. Yes. Um, those of you watching, we have the standard little logo hey pal what's new stickers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the those little white decally ones that you put on your car those are my favorite i have a brand new I car it's the only sticker that i have <laughs> yeah those hey pal what's new stickers are getting everywhere so yeah you want to pick up that stuff like i said it's it's our first showcase if it does really well and you know do we accept paypal we six accept credit cards Hell, you you could even afterpay that stuff. Yeah, you could do four easy payments. Or if you really want, you could just PayPal friends and family the money to one of us with a note if you know us. Yeah, so you know, support local <clears throat> music, support these bands. We're really hoping that we get a good turnout. Um, also, it, those of you out there who are going like, well, I want to buy a ticket for my favorite band. When you buy your ticket, you have an option of checking the box for this is the band I'm coming to support. Yes. So every if you go on to the website, it's not just going to be like it, it doesn't count for the band. You can, There's actually a checklist. You could say, I went to see the Critically Ashamed. I went to see Blue Alien Mystic. And there's even an option that says, I wanted to see all of them. So um, or there's something to just say, you know, I just, you know, I think John and Alex and Greg are adorable people (laughs) i'm married to john alex so i feel like i have to fucking go (laughs) yes she's not even listening and look you know we're not saying that it's going to be uh it's not a definite but you know after the fact we're hoping to get this recorded so you know all you people that can't attend if you're in east bumblefuck wherever you know you'll be able to watch it for a small fee um you know, because Daryl, just get in the fucking car and come down. We'd love to see you. I know it's like a unicorn. It's a UNICEF, <clears throat> but they need your money. Hey, how about this? You can crash at Greg's house. That's right. You can Darryl, crash. At come my on house. down and crash at Greg's house. You know, you've always loved my couch, and now the couch that I have. Oh boy, that you fell asleep on that couch. Oh, man. It's a, it rivals the in. couch in Cold Spring. <laughs> <laughs> it rivals with, that couch with a lot less DNA. Oh,